Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on Cell Sharav Radio. Welcome to the Yav Podcast. Now, normally around this time, we're usually breaking down the NFL playoffs, the divisional round. There's like four great games or potentially great games going on this weekend uh, between the Bengals and Titans, my Niners versus the Packers, Tampa Bay versus L.A., and who's the last one? The Bills and the Chiefs. Four great games. Normally we'll be breaking this down, but due to the unregularly scheduled Rona, uh, we're going to be pushing that back to next week, at least in terms of the, the playoff breakdown, the full episodes anyway. But I do want to at least give my picks before we pivot over to another topic that I wanted to discuss, which really grabbed my focus today. And I want to kind of get into that which is regarding the situation with the upcoming Winter Olympics, the whole situation with um, China regarding the human rights issues and uh, the comments made by made by a, a one percenter regarding his thoughts on the human rights issue. So we're going to get into the, to all of that with my uh, with my South Shirai family member, Kevin W. But but uh, yeah, like I said, I wanted to still get in my picks at least, even if it take a couple of minutes. Bengals and Titans are the first game. I can't wait for that one. Derrick Henry's back. Everybody got to tuck in their chains. Um, I'm going to go with Tennessee on that one. They're probably going to win about, I think I would say, I want to say 24-18. But I, I expect a, a really good back and forth. I, I have a feeling Joe Burrow is really going to put a stamp on his, his future star status in this league during this game. But I think Derrick Henry's coming back. He's got fresh legs. He's been rested for the last nine weeks, healing his bone, but the rest of his body's been rested up. He's ready to go. Um, I expect him to have at least 20 to 25 carries over 100 something yards. Let's say about 130 yards. I think he's ready to go. Everybody's healthy on this team. People are sleeping on the Titans, so I have them going. Um, And I got to go with my Niners against the Packers just because of history. For some reason, every time the Niners are in a playoff game, or in a playoff atmosphere with the Packers in the Aaron Rodgers era, we seem to have his number for some reason. Um, I had no doubt that Nick Bosa is going to clear protocols, so he's going to be playing. I'm I'm pretty sure Fred Warner is going to be playing. So I'm expecting big things for my team in that game. It all comes down once again to Jimmy G. If Jimmy G is a great game manager, we will pull this out. Um, It's going to be a very tough game. It's probably going to be – I can't even say it's going to be the game of the weekend because this is like – Again, four really great games, but I do expect my team to to pull this one out. We're kind of rolling right now. I expect Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers, but I think we'd, we're just going to have a little bit more. It's going to be a close game. I expect it to be high scoring. I'm going to say my Niners are going to pull that out 33-30. to 30. Last second field goal. Uh, we got this. Yes, I'm talking with my heart right now. I don't care, but I think we got this game, and I think – um, we're, we're getting ready to, uh, we're getting ready to, to go to the NFC championship game. Uh, the matchup after that is Tampa Bay versus LA. I would definitely take the Buccaneers in this one, but you know, I think those injuries to like Godwin, we don't know if Fournette's going to be playing. Hopefully he is, but if he's not, I think you're going to have as much, you need to have your weapons as much as possible right now. And LA is kind of rolling a little bit, but it's it comes down to Stafford over Brady and 
as good as LA's defense is right now, Brady's just tough, man. He's he's just been through too many wars. So I just expect I just expect Tampa Bay to pull it out. I would say that one's probably gonna be about eight points. So I, I want to say that one's gonna be, let's say twenty seven nineteen. But I, I expect the Buccaneers to pull that one out. The last one, Bills and the Chiefs. It's hard to beat a team twice in a, in a season. The Bills, you know, they faced Kansas City in Kansas City the first time. Uh, they kind of beat them up a little bit. And that was probably like week five and week six into the season. Uh, Kansas City's kind of rolling a little bit right now. Uh, that's kind of like a pick em game, to be honest. I'm going to roll with Kansas City in this one, but whew, that, that one's going to be tough. I expect that one to go down to the wire. I expect the last second field goal. I'm not even going to put a score on that one because I just think that one is going to be really tight. That one's going to be really high scoring as well. Definitely have your popcorn, your chips, your liquor, your beer, your libations. Have everything ready for that game. That's going to be a shootout. But I think Kansas City pulls that one out by the skin of their teeth. So who do we got? So basically we got the Titans versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship and San Francisco and Tampa Bay and the NFC Championship. Those are my predictions. If I'm wrong, I'm going to completely edit this out. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but yeah, but th those those are my predictions going into next week's matchup. Hopefully, I, I have them all right. We're going to be talking about that. All right, but well, let's pivot right now. We're going to talk about this this whole Olympic Winter Olympic situation uh, with regarding China, human rights, as well as the part owner of the Warriors' uh, comments uh, regarding his thoughts on the human rights issue. So we're going to dive into that right now. Let's go. Uh, given all the stories that we've heard about China within the last few years um, regarding human rights issues, you hear talk about countries, you know, that they should pull out of the Winter Olympics and protests, especially regarding the disappearance of, at one point, of that Chinese tennis star, uh, Peng Shui. Uh, with the Olympics approaching, the Winter Olympics approaching in the next couple of weeks, should some of these countries pull out of these games? Not if they... Only if they don't need their shipments of goods and services from China. Because <laughs> there's no way they're going to get out of that scot-free. No, 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 no. Look, it's, it's, so, it's funny, right? But money talks, and China controls a lot of countries' debts. Yeah. China controls a lot of goods and services that we consume here at cheap, cheap prices. The 58 cents for three bulbs of garlic at Walmart, that comes from China. You know what I mean? Like all that, all that, all those, all that produce that you find in superstore and whatever, a lot of it comes from China. And like, yeah, they, they, they will, I'm pretty sure they, they won't go quietly. They'll shut you down. Yeah. That's, that's the part that makes it tough for these countries, right? Like if you're in a situation where you're doing business essentially with that country, I mean, if you decide to kind of back out now, will China essentially pull a petty pendergrass and just start having, you know, their company stop supplying you with the things that you need or make, you know, anything from like trinkets to produce uh, to meats to an iPhone, right? Like if you, yep. if you, if they loan that country that, that, they, that they decided to, uh, to put money into, do they start charging more interest on those loans? You know what I mean? Like that's the, like the whole thing is not just like a, a moral issue at this point. It's it's now become a a political issue, a, a financial issue. You know what I mean? So 
for the people that's trying to like, you know, wanting to have this moral high ground, and and I I'm with you. I totally get that. I mean, it's it's a it's way more complex than than just simply taking a stand. And let's face it, like China right now to the world, they're like more than a superpower. They're like Thanos. Where they're positioned in the world, everybody's afraid to piss them off. Yeah. It's, it's, China could be like that landlord that you just will not speak up to, you won't speak up against kind of thing, you know, because they can evict you at any moment. Any moment. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they can turn off the lights for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people don't realize at the, on a higher scale, and even I don't have all the answers, but I do know that China controls a lot of the U.S. debt. Um, they're also well involved with, let's say, it's Winter Olympics, but whatever. Um, they're heavily invested in the Caribbean, in Africa, yeah. and who knows how many other European countries, right? So there's, they're always going to have a seat at the table. Yeah. So, and like, it's funny, but the last person who really had the audacity to speak up against China, or at least, you know, puff up his chest a little bit and sit and say with his chest with the last president of the United States. Has anybody else really like even dared? And he was on an Island by himself, right? Cause basically, you know, here in Canada, we're like, no, 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 no. I still need my Dollarama shipments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, still, I still need that stuff coming in, you know, but a lot of other countries were just like, <whistles> you know, mm-hmm. he's speaking for himself, not us. We're Uruguay, not, not USA. We're different right? Like <laughs> sanction and punish them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's funny all those, all these years and no one's really said anything and not much seems to have changed from Tiananmen square to tennis. Right. Yeah. And and what's crazy too. Cause like, you know, thinking about what was it, was it last year, a couple of years ago with the, um, with the stuff with the NBA with Daryl Morey, the GM of the, uh, at the time of the Houston Rockets where he, made this the simple tweet of you know standing by um you know the uh, the protesters the hong kong protesters and mm-hmm. that set off a firestorm that you know that almost cost the nba what was it like 400 million at least 400 million dollars annually just from that just yeah. from that just from that alone like they basically sh- they basically like siphoned off the water they 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 cut off the supply right there and it was like the NBA had to scramble and, and everybody around the league from, you know, the, the, the highest ranked players to like the, the, the highest execs to, 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 um, to Adam Silver himself, right? The, the commissioner of the league himself, like they, everybody had to basically just pump their brakes, right? Because it's too much money and too much businesses from just the, that sport alone. I'm only speaking about basketball, but from just that sport alone, it's, it's so much it took out of that. Like it's, there's no way they could let that ride. You know, there's there's too much invested in in the country, uh, like on on, the, on both sides, where it's like they they can't let it ride. So you know, if if China's on their petty pendergrass, it's like <laughs> we, hey man, we we gotta calm this down. Like that's that's how that's. I mean, to me, I, I don't even say to me, but like I think to a lot of people, it it kind of showed you like wow, like they are not playing right now. It's a crazy thing. Like it's funny because you hear the rumors right now of. Like the dignitaries, I think at one point they're saying like the U.S. dignitaries aren't going to go to to the to the ceremony. They're not going to go to the games. But mm-hmm. outside of like civil diplomacy, is that not like the equivalent of like a fake hissy fit? 
it's like it's more for optics, but like you know and I know and they know that I know that it's hollow as hell. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Veiled social media like propag I think they had to ask for permission to not show up. <laughs> Basically. They yeah, I think they would have to ask for permission or po- sorry, they would have to politely decline, say that they will not be attending. Um, and no sign of disrespect, but they will not be in attendance, but they will also not speak on anything regarding the, you know, human rights slaughter and genocide of, of, uh, of Muslim, Muslim Asians, I believe. Is yeah. that, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. It's not just, it's not just China. It's like, sorry, it's not just like the Chinese government. Is it really getting covered in the news? No, honestly, other than like certain shows that talk about it, and I mean, you know, not including this one, of course, but like, no, you're not, you're not hearing about it at all. Isn't that interesting? I'll always say this. Why is it that, I mean, the news that we're given to consume is very selective, right? There's a producer, there's people that like choose what we want, what, where they want us to focus, what they want us to focus on and what side they want us to take. True or false? Like we're learning that now media 101 is basically control the story, guide people in a certain direction, right? But our media outlets, our main media outlets, you realize, I've realized, like you'll realize a couple things. Number one, whenever it's a labor issue, like even with the NBA, the, the workers are usually made out to be the bad guys right. in how they're being portrayed, right? Mm-hmm. On media outlets, like when Air Canada goes on strike, and look at them, they, they're delaying flights in whatever the case may be. These people just want better conditions, right? right? If Walmart went on strike, they'd be perceived as like, oh, what about the customers, right? But it's like, yo, we're being treated like shit. But now, like, and even in, in, in this, in, in this side, on the side of things, We'd be pointed towards caring more about Britney Spears' conservatorship than we are about human rights violations and genocides that are still occurring in 2022, right? Ongoing. And for a government to be like, shut up about it, and for countries to be like, shut up about what? <laughs> right? <laughs> to, get, to get their cargo. Like, really? What's wild, though, too, is like, there's the reports of the countries out there that are basically telling um, their athletes basically do not do not, you know, take this time to, to stand on the soapbox and, and talk about human rights issues. I, I, don't get on your moral soapbox here with the, regarding this stuff. Like, if you're going to do that, do that after you leave the country. Like if you it, it, they're basically saying, like, if you do that while you're in the country, we can't help you. Which is like that's that to me is probably one of the wildest things that like. It's, it's it's such an underrated part of like the story. Like you, the the fact that like the, a country is telling you like, yo, Calvin, um, I know how you feel about this, but you utter a vow in in regards to this issue. Um, we'll see you in a few weeks. We'll take care of your family. How about that? <laughs> like, it's, like it's, yo, it is it is wild, man. Like like I've, I'm looking at that from that perspective. I'm like, yo, that is. Cr- crazy right now because that's the thing in, in china too like they they control um like social media is being used you know what i mean like certain certain, certain messages aren't gonna fly so it's like even like even your wi-fi it could get spotty in certain situations so it's like 
you can't just go out there and just even like type something out on Instagram like that. Like it, it won't even it won't even make it. It won't even make it past like this. It won't even make it over the fence. I think they have their own government run Facebook and Instagram right. and social do. media, right? Yep. They don't have external. Um, yeah, that, it, it, it's very it's very heavily censored. Right. But I mean, like, let's be honest, our I don't know how, how much different we are. You know, one one might one might be overt, one might be covert in, in how it's being done in terms of monitoring people's movements. But to that degree, okay. Um Ennis Freedom, formerly Ennis Cantor, right? And his um his invitation by Yao Ming, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what does this guy do? He's a basketball player? Get Yao Ming to invite him over to China kind of thing. Um, how how frightening might that be in terms like in terms of accepting the uh, accepting an invitation like that, where you're like, yo, I might not come back. Don't don't give away my roster spot, but I'm just gonna go over <laughs> for this Yao Ming tour for a minute. But you know what I mean? Or in 2022, in 2022, I was gonna say, or he can just say no. Like he could do that too. I mean, he he said that right now. He's gonna accept, and you know, and and the way he's talking, he's like, don't I don't want the like the the glossy tour. Like I I want to see how these people are being treated. You know what I mean? He's uh, and I'm like Ennis. I'm like I I respect the spirit of it, but I'm like man, I wow, I I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work for you. You know, because I mean, already in his own in his, in his own country, in his own home country. Well, now he's got his green card, so he's fine now. He's got he's an American citizen now, so he's you know he's okay to talk up. But like even to go to Turkey, like he can't land in Turkey. He might not come back either. You know, like it's like his issue itself is is kind of crazy for what it is. So for him to take the stance, like I I commend it, but it's like. Man, you you are taking on a, a a hard fight that most people just in this day and age are not built for anymore. Well, it's glad to see that the NBA is supporting him as well. Mm. What? Sorry, what? Oh, oh, they're not. <laughs> what? He's he's left off on the island by himself. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, Calvin. I just got the the, the bulletin. Yeah. Um, no, it's it, it it is interesting, but I do think I have a way for him to make it you know, to make it there and back safely. Just uh, strap Larry Bird to the front of his chest and slap, I don't know who else you can at the back, slap Tom Brady at the back. You know what I mean? Have them walk around him at all times. That way everyone's going to be like completely concerned about his safety and well-being, right? Nothing's going to happen to him. Maybe Luka Doncic on his left and uh, I don't know, whoever, whoever on his right. But that's that's the only way. I don't even think you you have, I don't even think you have to go that deep. I think you just have to use Tom Brady's game worn jersey and strap it to the back. <laughs> All right, which ended up overseas and they found it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, amazing, isn't that Calvin? They but, found a jersey for Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Tax- sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, tax dollars at work. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I want to address something though that that um that the part owner of the Golden State Warriors mentioned, uh, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It's uh, Shamath Pali Pali Habatia. 
I believe. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. Which is, you know, pretty it, sure you didn't, but okay. yeah, okay. Well, in, in, in the All In podcast, you know, he, where um, they were discussing human rights issues facing the uh, the Uyghur uh, minority in China, he said that basically nobody cares about the genocide that they're facing, and that for him specifically, that is below the line of his priorities and things that he cares about. And to me, it's it's crazy for two reasons. One being that he himself is a minority. He's Sri Lankan and he's saying these things, which is like I would say it's pretty reprehensible coming from his perspective, especially it's, it's, it's wild for somebody like him to say that. The other thing is, you know, did he just express a hard truth? People, that, you know, are that are in his position that one percent or less don't really care either. Well, he made the statement. And truth, the, you know, the truth is a hard pill. It definitely is a, it is a hard pill to swallow. But the question is, has the world proven him wrong? He was punished for his statement, but is the world like, no, we actually do care. And we're making measures and we're making steps to make sure the genocides, like, you know, like the genocides don't happen. You know, genocide is wrong. We condemn this, that, whatever. But it is, it is tough. February 4th is coming. Countries are going to be showing up happy, smiley, wear, you know, wearing uniforms, doing whatever winter sports that they want to be doing. You know, mm-hmm. people are going to accept their, 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 their gold, silver and bronze medals and, and flowers, right? They're all, they're all going to go through it. Is this, is this man wrong? Has there been a country to, 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 that, to have a collective outcry, a, a powerful country to have a, a, a collective outcry saying, no, we condemn this? You know, and it's funny because he said it's a hard truth, you know, and of course, obviously, he's walking a lot of this back. But I, I have a quote. I want to quote a lyric from a poem that was written by um, by Clifford Smith back in 1997 when he said uh, famously that still do nothing move but the money. Um, a group that he was involved with, I think it's called Wu-Tang. Um, that's the reality of things, right? As long as the money is moving, anything that gets in the way of that, meh. He's walking everything back in terms of, you know, and, and his business partners are that are connected to him are distancing them, themselves from his comments on that show, and, and rightfully so. But I, I think it's a little unrealistic to think that he's the only one that thinks this way especially when big businesses evolve. Like the part, the part about this that makes it crazy is that there's so many businesses, particularly North America, that are tied to, tied to China in some way. So to take their money or their work distribution deals you know, or, or, or their cargo and have their products made from out of these factories where the, the labor is getting paid pennies on the dollar or cents on the dollar, especially when like the end result of it all is hundreds of millions of, or billions of dollars in profits for you and your company. Can you turn back around and try to police how this country deals with their people? It's probably a rhetorical question, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like, how do you do that? Bro, Calvin, we've been wearing sneakers for 30 years. Did you ever care how they were being made? I would say most people don't. It's a great question because even Ennis Cantor himself, Ennis Freedom himself, while he's making all these comments and, and try to shout down the things that's happening in China, he himself is wearing Jordans that are made in China. He's got a the, shoe the deal sad, himself. That's the conundrum in this whole thing. The sad truth is sneakers, cell phones, electronics, 
and almost everything that we take is like commodity goods and whatever the case may be, right? They're a lot like hot dogs. We enjoy them, but nobody wants to know how they're made. We really don't want to know. We just want the box. We want to smell that shoe, you know, fresh out the box, test it out. Can I try the left shoe, the right shoe now, please? Yeah, okay. Look, yo, this will go good with my, you know, with, with my throwback jersey. We're on our way. To be fair, we've been rocking sneakers for 30 years. Longer, much longer right? than that. Sorry, we've been rocking. We've, we've cared about our sneakers for like our shoe game for like 30 years. Right. Never really, you know, nobody's never really been up in arms about it. And I'm pretty sure some athletes may have spoken up on it before, but it's amazing. It's like nobody's supporting Ennis with his statement. Because when you do take on a power that big, where like, yo, with your government's like, yeah, we have embassies, but we can't, we can't protect you from, you know, <laughs> I mean, technically we have a safe embassy, but we would just suggest that you avoid this country. It's, it's tough. It's tough. You know, the CEO of Apple can't say anything and stand with support. You know what I mean? And Phil Knight can't, won't say anything. And Zuckerberg won't say any, you know, won't say anything. Cause I'm pretty sure Oculus is, are, aren't made in, in America. Or the Walton family can't say nothing. Exactly. So it's like, who's going to say anything? And if anybody does say anything, what kind of platform are they going to be? Are, are they going to be given? And when you do say something that might be actually like correct, but people don't want to hear it, backtrack your statement. Is it that ignorance is really bliss? Yeah, like is it is that it's, the, is it's, that it's the a, underlying? It's it's a terrible comment that he made, but like I'm just. I, you know, like I said, to me, it's it's kind of like he showed you like a, a, a tiny glimpse of how the sausages get made in that comment. Do you want to kind of ignore it at the same time? It's like it's reprehensible. Yes. But do we ignore it because it's reprehensible or do we like take it on like shit? He might be something to what he's saying here. You know what I mean? That, and it's a sad truth that like he doesn't care. And, and do people in his position feel the same way? Like I said, I, I find it hard to believe. I'm, you know, I'm not pointing out names and calling names out, but I'm, I, I find it hard to believe that this, he's the only person that thinks that way. It's like it's like you know, it's an organization that does, that has the one rogue person that's taking it down. Like you see that in like you know superhero movies and TV shows, but in real life, it doesn't work that way. It's usually more than one. So you know that what we're given on the news is heavily filtered, right? It's, 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 it's carefully selected, and what we're supposed to care for is delivered to us at least three times a day. In the morning, with your morning news, at lunchtime, 6 o'clock, and then at 11, unless you subscribe to a 24-hour news cycle, right? That's the news that we get. We are the bottom of the food chain here. We are the, we are the, 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 the shrimp, you know what I mean? We're mm -hmm. bottom rung of the ocean. Do you not know, do you not think that like all countries have known for a while, like, Hey, sir, ma'am, we have these reports of a genocide happening in China. You don't think that's been known information for the past couple of years or longer. Do you not th like do right. Or, or decades have, have we, have we never seen a free Tibet sign or t-shirt or anything like that? Like, have we never seen that? We're like, what's that about? You know, have you not seen people in front of like, uh, I don't know. I've, 
unfortunately, I don't know what the proper name is. Is it a Tibetan temple or something? Like one of those, if you have those in the GTA and people are out there with their, you know, they're trying to get you to honk their horn and so in, in support, mm-hmm. like that's the best that can be done because no, you know, it's a Saturday. I'm going, I'm doing 60. Eh-eh. I did my part, you know, mm-hmm. that's not, nope. But other people that, that are higher up, they have this info. No one's saying anything. That's the scary part. Like, what if? Because uh, who knows what the population of what, what the population is down to? But if human rights are being violated, and it's like, yeah, 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 but we just don't want to talk about it. We need these phones delivered for for Q four. Christmas is coming. We don't want to disrupt the shipment. You know, like, is that where we are? As but, you know? but I think too, it's it it also speaks to it. I, I mean, I, I'm really not trying to stand on the soapbox here, but like it 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 does speak to that. You know, this is it's kind of the same thing that we're seeing on a lot in this world is until it affects you specifically or somebody close to you. You know, people usually don't care about a lot of things. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of like the the front line point of view to this is like it's which is kind of sad. It's the underlying thing that what like from what you know Shamath has said it's unless it's a really affecting you to that degree, you don't really care. You know what I mean? Which is like that. And I mean, I, I'm saying this from a societal standpoint, like that's the sad part of it, right? Like the, the average person, if this, if this is affecting somebody in their family, their brother, their sister, their aunt, you know what I mean? That type of thing. It's like, you're going to take that way more serious and, and do way more things to, to try to, you know, to try to shut that off or, or stop what's happening. But, you know, until, until that's, that's being said, you know, or somebody in power is gonna is gonna make that move, or say, you know, you know, make that move to try to stop what's happening. It's you know, it's unfortunately like I don't know what you do in this situation because it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's it's gonna stop. And what's crazy too is like that even the whole thing with the with the tennis star, it's like, you know, it's that situation. I mean, the fact that that's even a topic, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she just, I mean, she speaks her mind saying that she got sexually assaulted and. She just all of a sudden it's like she there's countries basically asking for proof of life from her for her. I should say the fact that that's even a story is like, I don't know, man, 20 this, you know, these last couple of years, as you know, in so many ways has been wild. But that to me is like, I, I don't even know what you say to that. Like, it's it's kind of like an unbelievable story that's getting underreported. You know, and, and and do we still know? I think I think she did come out and say that you know she's fine and stuff. But I mean, we do. I mean, do we know that? We don't know. You know, it's it's it, the whole thing is crazy. The whole thing, the whole thing is 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 crazy. But like that comment, what he said spoke to so much. That little blurb, twenty second blurb that he's having to walk back. There's there's a lot of harsh truths in that. That what he said, it, and it's it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Is it possible? Let's just deconstruct for a second because we did go through a lot in the past, let's say, 30 months, okay? Is it possible that if we didn't have sports and concerts and whatever as a distraction, that the world would have turned more of a global eye, a critical eye on what was going on over there? I mean, it's a possibility. It's a, it's a, fair, it's a fair statement to make. I would say that... When it comes to the business of sports and entertainment, for example, just because you're, you're you're bringing that point out, um, how do you stop that train from slowing down? 
And because that train was was slowed off, you know, or, or sorry, was um, you know, was moving at a much slower speed, you know, for for a little period because of COVID. Can you afford to make that stop again to go do that? I mean, that that would be a hell of a statement. But again, we I mean, we both know the answer to that. A lot of movements and <clears throat> justice. Yeah, sorry. Um, because the world was watching, the right thing was done more than it was before everything went on pause and slow down. Right. Because mm. a lot of times like cases like what we went through. Um, would have been sealed, forget about it. You'd have seen it on Sean King and he would have been furious about it. And then we're just like, yeah, but nothing's going to get done. Right. But because the world paused basically, and people have all this pent up, like I was supposed to root for somebody. I'm supposed to, you know, and I, I, we have this, like, I need something to root for and someone to root against. What can I turn to? This looks like it's bothering me. Like human being, like a tennis star. Imagine Serena Williams just says something and she goes missing. Saying, just I got imagine sex- that. Saying that I got sexually assaulted. Yeah. By by Where, a, by a, by a political figure, and then all of a sudden, yeah. we, we stop seeing her in commercials. She's not showing up in tournaments. Nothing. Nothing. Serena says that. Right? I don't, just, uh, just imagine that. Now imagine, um, you know, any, because I don't know how big of an athlete, like how, how big she was. Imagine if, I don't know. Well, she's the best, Tom best, Br- best player in the world. So, well, I mean, best, place, best player in the country. Right. And instead of, being, instead of her being supported, she's vanished without a trace. <laughs> like, in 2021. And people don't want to offend, like, they don't want, and people don't want to offend the people that made this woman disappear. She says she's fine. Oh, okay, then, in that case, never mind. It's just a, really? Scary, man. Yeah. It's scary. A, it's, it's, a, it's some scary times. How do you want to wrap this up? Because, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of open-ended at this point, isn't it? <laughs> like Calvin, unfortunately, we haven't gone, we haven't, it made a lot of progress from tank man to tennis. Right. Mm-hmm. But there, but if, it, okay. If her story is the one that came out, her story came out, even though their media and their platforms are extremely heavily censored and stifled. Right. And edited. What other stories are there? Like she said she was assaulted don't talk about it. She goes missing. Oh, they're genociding of people. Oh, well, no, we're not talking about that. Oh, what about like Tibet? Like what's been going on in Tibet for, for all these years? Uh, we shh, don't talk about it. Shh, be quiet. Do you want those, com- you want your commodities or not at relatively cheaper prices? Cause there's no, there's no manufacturing in the States anymore. I wonder though, I do wonder this. Because let's say, I'm just going to take example, one globally dominant company says most of their factories are located in Asia, including Indonesia, China, Taiwan, India, Thailand, Vietnam, Pakistan, Philippines, and Malaysia. This is just one company. That'll remain nameless for now, right? Or at least in this example. 
Do you think it's possible that some companies are also now starting to diversify their locations and branch off away from the reliance of China exclusively, just in case? Hmm. Never thought about it to that degree. Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's It sounds like a very simple answer, but maybe. Because, like, when they're saying that, is that also truthful at the same time? Could we believe that they have all these locations? What are their main locations? Is the, is the main well, one... You- in in Indonesia and in Philippines and the Vietnam or is it is the main one where most of the stuff is being you know produced in one place? So what's the percentage? What's I the remember ratio of that right. Is there, is it is it is it nine equal nine equal factories and and in like in like um, you know six or seven different countries or is it like the six or seven different countries or sorry the six or seven different factories are like four percent or ten percent of the actual whole business. Good question, but I think if they're going with these many factories per like so so to speak, they're not doing small scale operation. Right? Right. And and most of these countries that they do go to um, are of course poor countries where they can exploit a cheap labor force and maximize profit. Now, of course, you know, China China used to be the the, the, the blueprint for that, but I do notice when I purchase said goods that oh, these aren't made in you know, like Vietnam started popping up more on some, on some stuff, and yep. Malaysia, Indonesia, um, for sure. yep. Haiti, as well for like a, for for some clothing companies. They're, they've started setting up shop in Haiti. You know, it it is interesting. I think like at some point, just in case they have to pull the trigger and just like abandon ship. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they maybe they do do that, but it's. And, and even with that said, Kevin, like the fact that that's even happening for that one nameless company, the fact that they still haven't pulled the trigger says a lot, too. So it kind of tells you where the importance of it is. Even with all the work spread across all these different countries, the fact that that's still not being pulled says a lot. Does it? Have, I, have you ever heard profits over people? When you, whenever you ask as to why things are the way they are, why things haven't changed, why certain decisions are made that don't seem to be right. Have you ever heard like profits over people or that as a, as a, not a mission statement, but as a, as a raison d'être, as a modus operandi. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that? Um, yeah. Okay. So Clifford Smith, he, he, he was right. Um, it's it's just sad though. I guess are people that expendable? Um, when it when it comes to that level of business, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Like the, the answer, the example seems to be yes. I don't know if that should be that. I mean, I don't think that's the answer, but the examples, mm, mm, it, it reads different than what's being said. It's, it's scary, isn't it? That like you could be hung out to dry, or like, oh, if anything happens, we can't come save you. So <laughs> be quiet. By the way, here's your uniform. Here's <laughs> here's our flag, and uh, best of luck. And you make, know, and make sure that flag is iron, so that you know if you when you do win, it's it, it won't show that it's that's crinkly when it's wrapped around your shoulders. You know that type of thing. Like it's 
it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy where where things are, man. But it's it bears watching over the next you know few weeks or so. But with that said, let's let's wrap it up here for the time being. Um, but you know, as always, for these type of topics, thank you for for hopping on for hopping on for the ride for the you know for the last half hour or so. Yeah, I wasn't trying to go to China anytime soon, anyway. So thanks for putting me on the list, Calvin. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. You think this guest is banned? I don't think we said anything that is bad, does it? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Sonny if Sonny Weems's uh treatment is any indication, I'm sure we'll be more than welcome after putting this pot out. Yeah. Good good job, Calvin. Mm, no problem. All right, so thank you for hopping on this podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um yep. But yeah, but thank you everybody for listening to this this last episode of the, the of the Av podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. As always, stay locked in to SouthSharab.com for the if you want to swan dive into the catalog of, the, of my podcast shows. Hit the like button, the favorite button. As always, rate, review, and subscribe. Leave comments. Um, you know, please continue that five star loving on all platforms when you can. And um, and take care of yourself. Have a great weekend. For Kevin W. This is Cal C. And this don't is put Al- my name out there, fool. What's the matter with you? What? Shut up. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just got a text from Yao Ming. He's inviting me to China. Can I finish? Should I go? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> for Kevin W., this is Cal C. And thank you for tuning in to the App Podcast on South Shore Radio. All right? Till next time. Peace. We out. <laughs>